Welcome back from the desk of low. I have with me somebody on the phone. He's a part of uh, two legendary groups. Let's get that straight. Two legendary groups of hip hop. Um, I won't make the intro long. He's a part of the legendary one of my favorite groups of at let's say Helter Stelka. I have uh, the legendary rock of Helter Stelka and Bootcamp Clipper on the phone. What it do? What it do? What it look like? Yeah, happy belated birthday, Rock. Hey, man, thanks, man. I'm still celebrating. Yeah, I can see that. Say, that's good, man. That's good that yeah. you're celebrating life, man. Yeah, man. If you can celebrate New Year's, then you can celebrate your own New Year's. Go hard. It's good. It's good to see how I was such in a good space here, and because um, I'm only 27, so I I was only a kid when you released uh, Nocturnal, sir. Hello. 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 Oh, can you hear me, sir? Yeah, I can hear you now. I just took you off speakerphone. Oh, okay. Um, so I was only a kid when you released uh, Nocturnal. I'm just, uh, I'm just uh, super curious because I never got to. I really got the backstory behind this. What inspired your stage name, Rock? Well, um, it was kind of an evolution. Like, um, like back in the days, rap names, you know, like like Rock would just be like a part of a person's name. Like it was, you had Cool Rock Ski from the Fat Boys. You had uh, like you know, like a Pete Rock from Pete Rock and Seal Smooth. You know, that was a common thing. One of the Beastie Boys' name was Ad Rock. You know what I mean? My name was originally Jab Rock. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jab is just basically my first, I mean, my initials, J and B. And I just added an A because I didn't have a middle name. And you know what I mean? And then, you know, as I got older, I became the name. Like, the Jab, you know, I was in the streets doing a bunch of fighting and whatnot. The Jab became, you know, my favorite micro weapon in a fist fight. And after a while, the um you know jab turned into jb rock right and then one day my man just suggested one of my homeboys was like yo you should just be the rock just just be rock you know what i mean it, it, i mean actually it was like you should just be the motherfucking rock because i used to say that all the time in raps and that was my name for a while you know what i mean the whole thing like a tribe called quest it was the motherfucking rock but eventually you know Eventually, I just dropped all of that, and I became rock. Every other moniker, like Rock Miss Monster and stuff like that, all of that came later. But it started with Jab Rock. Okay, I never knew it where it was started by with Jazz Rock because I knew that you, um, like all your rockness came after that. I know that for a fact, but I never knew the Jazz Rock story though. Yeah, I mean, like if you listen, to me, I still have the uh, the the AKA Bummy Jab. You know what I mean? That was. You know, that was jab. I just, the jab was dropped. You know, it was just jab without the rock. It was just, you know, I just added a description to the front of it. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I was a bummy dude back in the days. I wasn't the fly dude. And even though I'm a kind of fly dude now, I still, you know, I keep that grounded bummy mentality. So, bummy jab. Because you, keep, you know it true, keep it true to your roots and never forget where you came from. So, um, another thing, too, uh, Smith & Western, um, uh, on, they debuted on The Shining, um, because I was just more curious about, like, um, because you know how Bootcamp Clip own had their own, uh, groups, like, uh, Helter Stelka, Smith & Western, Original Gun Club, I'm actually curious on how you and Sean formed Helter Stelka. I mean, it was just, a, it was 
was, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a family thing. We were just in the same situation, and I mean, we was in the same circle, running in the same circles, and it just fit. You know what I mean? From the from the moment I first heard him rap, and 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 knew that we had so much, so many mutual friends, I knew that he was probably going to be my partner. You know what I mean? I just had to, I just had to work it out. You know what I mean? I I, I had to to connive and scheme to make it happen. Cause I didn't just walk up on him and be like, yo, we should be partners. I, I felt like that would be corny. But, you know, we just played our position. We we kept doing what we was doing. We was running. We was in the streets doing dirt. And, you know, in our spare time, we was rapping. And eventually, we just naturally, we naturally pulled together. Like, gra- you know, gravity just pulled us together. Like, he originally had a part, another partner. And so did I. But that was neither one of those situations were working out quite how we wanted them to. You know what I mean? Salute to both of our former partners. You know what I mean? But it wasn't going exactly how we wanted to, so we just kind of lingered into a partnership. You know what I mean? It's kind of... I love hearing stories like that because, like, it just, like, certain situations you put yourself in life and then you never know, like, what can happen in the long run with that. Yeah, but like, I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty, um, you know, I'm a pretty, uh, calculated dude, you know what I mean? I always have been, you know, for, for, for a good part of my life. So like I said, I kind of knew he was going to be my partner from the first time I heard him around. Because I already knew him as a kid, you understand? Yeah, Our mothers knew each other. You know what I mean? Uh, but when I, when I heard him rap was right around the same time we started hanging out with the same people and it was like nah that's I'm, I was like I need that right there you know what I mean so I kind of tricked him into it I ain't trick him into it but I just I just tricked him into it I mean I tricked still into boot camp click too you know what I'm saying like I didn't trick him in, I didn't trick him into it but it was a thing where I saw something going on and I didn't want and I just felt like it would be corny to be like yo can I get down with that so yeah. I just played my position and you know what I'm saying and and, 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 you know, like, and, and just, just, just proceeded with caution. You know what I mean? We, I just, I built the relationship first and then the, uh, and then the, 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 the creative shit just happened naturally. But see, that's how some of the best things work is just by, you know, chemistry with the one, another, another person and other people. Yeah. So that was my thing. You know what I mean? Like, so that was how, that was how Health the Skelter started. That was essentially how Boot Camp started as well. Like, still was doing his thing. Like, from the time I seen his moment, you know, I seen his movement. Like, you know, he already had, you know, his DJ was, you know, he had his, it was him. He had a hype man. He had a DJ. He had two dancers. Like, his movement was together. Meanwhile, my movement wasn't. And, you know, and it wasn't nothing I could do about it because the dudes that were closer to me at the time, you know, they just wasn't really about that life. They were my, you know, some of the best friends I ever had, but they wasn't, their heart wasn't in that. So, you know, I was like, I looked at what Steel was doing. I was like, nah, I need to combine what I'm doing with that. And, you know what I'm saying? So That's what happened. When uh, when you met Steel, too, in high school, uh, was Tech also around the same time? Like around? Nah, I didn't go to the same high school as them. I mean, Steel is from the same project. Oh, okay, sorry, same project, sorry. So, um, when you met Steel, did you meet Tech first, or was it just Steel first you met? Steel from my project, I think. 
or not? Yeah, sorry, I mixed up the question. So I'm reading my notes wrong. Sorry. Um, so I meant to say, when you met Steel in your projects, did you meet Tech around the same time too? Nope, not nah, not at all. Like I said, Tech's not Tech is not from our project. He's not from our hood. Tech is still met each other in high school. Okay, it, it, uh, just because like. The way that certain groups sound together, you would have thought they grew up together like all their lives. Like like how you and uh, Sean did, you can tell you guys grew up together. I mean, but we didn't, though. I mean, our mothers knew each other, but we didn't grow up with each other. I mean... Did you guys know we, each other um, as kids? We did know each other, but we didn't We didn't have any real interaction. I was at, I was at Ruck's 11th birthday party, but that was it. You know what I mean? Oh. That was, I wasn't... We, we weren't... We weren't around each other a lot as kids. We linked up later when we, you know, when we were doing street shit. But so, so you knew... So you knew of him as a kid, and then when you guys got older, it's like, hey, um, you know, like, I'm from your herd. Projects. Well, he's from another set of projects, but like I said, our mothers knew each other, so... You know what I mean? Like, I knew Ruck's younger brother before... I knew him better first. You know what I mean? Because... His younger brother was his mother's youngest child, and so, therefore, he was closer to their mother, you know what I mean? And I was my mother's youngest, so I was closer to my mother. I mean, you know, we're talking like when I was like nine years old and shit, and stuck being Ruff's younger brother was, was younger, than, he's younger than I am. So, you know, we were still kids. You know, Ruff was a, you know, he was, he, he, he lived with his other mother, who was his aunt, you know what I mean? So... Me and Ruck weren't around each other. I was at his 11th birthday party, but that was it until I was like 16. Then we was around each other. So also, too, um, like in the 90s and stuff like that, did you guys, because you were uh, Decepticon, and I won't get into that. Uh, for the people who don't know, uh, just look up Decepticon. It's a game in New York. Um, I'm just wondering, too, like, did you guys all know that you guys wanted to pursue rap, or is that just something that kind of came later? I mean, we were already all rapping by the time we met each other. I mean, by the time we all became friends, well, not all of us. Tech wasn't rapping, but um, but um, he was he but uh, he was Steel's right hand man. So you know, he was doing whatever Tech Tech was doing with whatever Steel was doing. It was like, have you ever seen the show, uh, The Blacklist? Yes, I have. All right, Steel was like Raymond Reddington, and Tech was like Dembe. No matter what it was, Dembe was by Red's side, period. Whatever, if he was doing it, he was there holding him down. So eventually Tech was like, fuck it, might as well, might as well not hide around. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Ruck, me and Ruck, we already knew how to rap before we met each other. I mean, before we linked up with each other. You know what I mean? Um, half of us did, the rest of the other, of, of, of boot camp click, half of us already knew how to rap. We taught the other half. Oh, so it's like, um, it's kind of like, um, opening the doors, like, for people's talents, like, they never knew they had. It wasn't even that. It was like, this is the family business. We about to teach you how to work. Go. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like, whether they had the talent or not, we didn't know. We didn't care at the time. It was it was more about the family than it was that at a certain time. We thought, you know, since it came so natural to us, we didn't know. Like, I didn't fully understand that you had... You know, I didn't I didn't fully understand what it really took to do this shit. You understand what I'm saying? I thought anybody could do it. You understand what I'm saying? Like if I show you how, you can do it. And that was what we did. You know what I mean? 
So, too, like, um, when you were showing people, like, do you see, like, the recording process and how it changed from the 90s to 2018? Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I've seen it, but not with my people. We record a certain way, and that just is what it is. I mean, all the way down to my youngins, you know what I mean? The, the recording process is pretty much the same. And um, I mean, I, I see other people record differently. Like, I see people go in there with nothing to go in the booth and they come up with one line they record that and then they record another line and then they, you know all of that stuff I see people do that but that's just you know that's that's not my process and you know that's not a process that that most of the dudes I'm around use I mean I'm not you know no disrespect to whoever uses it yeah. it, it, it actually comes out really dope sometimes I understand why it's why it works when it does but you know that's just not my process You just know when you step in the booth, that fire comes out. Yeah, I mean, most of the time. <laughs> so, um, is it true that you were behind the cover for Nocturnal? Oh, yeah. So, I'm just wondering, too, um, because what drew me to uh, album covers draw me to listen to the album. And when I saw that album cover, it, have you ever heard of the show called Goosebumps? A show called Goosebumps? I think I might have, but I've never seen it. It's like a... It's like a 90s horror teen show that was on YTV in the 90s. So it's like, um, that covered, that's why I was wondering if you ever watched that show and drew inspiration from that show because, like, that, that cover is very goosebumps. Like, if you, um, if you, if you know of the show, if you don't, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't think, I don't, I definitely never saw it. I don't think I saw it. I think, I, I only feel like the name is familiar. I mean, Goosebumps is a, I mean, I could be making that up because Goosebumps is a term I use, you know what I mean, like to describe dope music and, and you know, and that feeling you get sometimes, when, you know, when somebody say some shit, when you're saying some shit, you know, I'm, I'm telling you a true story and it's so relevant that you get Goosebumps, you know what I'm saying, like that's, but, I'm, so I might be, I might have never heard it, I might have never even heard of the show, but, you know, it does sound familiar. It might just be because of a. It could be because I actually heard of the show, or because I just used the term so much. But um, nah, like I came up with the title. Not the type. The, the album cover came from the title, and the title came from our lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm generally till this day a nocturnal person. You know, and for and, and through the period while we was recording that, me and Ruck were both on it like. be upside down like bats did you tell their um whoever like put their album cover together it's like yo put us upside down when i tell you i thought you did you just ask me was that that you heard that concept came from me sorry what's that sir you just your original question was 
Oh yeah, that's what you asked me, right? Yeah, and I told you yes, right? Oh no, I meant like like the photographer taking the picture. I told you yes, right? Yeah, every bit of it. Okay, I was just wondering too because like too, um, when you say like you were behind the concept of that album too, like what made you want to include the other members in the background? Because that's real life. It wasn't just me and Ruff. We were both here quick. Is it because, like, you guys wanted to, like, you know, be family? Like how Smith and Weston did the same thing on their album cover with everyone? Like in that Ninja Star style? That's what we do. That's family. That is, we didn't want to be anything. We were what we were. You understand? I just, like, like I said to you from the beginning, half of us rap. We taught the other half. Because you were coming along. It's that simple. You were part of this. So if you were part of this, then you would have representation on it. You would be represented on it. So, too, also, when you guys keep it very family, too, like, what what makes you guys like that? Like, how come you don't see that most of the days within, like, people who come in all together and most of them split up? Because, like, honestly, I don't think there's, there's never been a split up within the boot clamp click or the member. You guys... Yes, like, it has. Yes, it has. Yes, it, it has. has. Okay, um, but you guys, you guys got over that, obviously, though. Yeah, I mean, that, but but that's the thing. Like every like, people expect artists to not be real human beings. Like every friendship, every relationship goes through things, and people expect that because, that, like the audience, the general public, they feel like you know because they well, I don't know if they feel like it's not supposed to be, but they have a hard time handling the fact that. We're regular people too, and sometimes we squabble, sometimes we get into fear, sometimes we don't speak to each other and all of that. We ain't no different than Wu Tang or Mob Deep or nobody else. You understand what I'm saying? It's just that people, you know, the people didn't see it. People wasn't paying enough attention. People weren't paying enough attention to us to realize when we went through things. But some people know, some people know that I left Duck Down for years. You understand what I'm saying? That I'm still not signed to Duck Down, that I do work. Like my last, like my last album ain't on Duck Down. I mean, my first solo album is not on Duck Down, but it's not, it's not beef there. You understand what I'm saying? But you know, people who followed the movement closely enough, they know that things weren't always all good. You know, if you follow the movement closely enough, ask yourself what's going on with OGC. They're not putting out no album. It's gonna happen again, but they still do can't quit. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Everybody go to everybody goes through it. You know, we just either our shit is either private and and trust and believe everybody everybody that goes through it that shit was public. They went to way more shit privately than they did publicly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just an educated guess for me. But all I'm saying is with us, you know, we went through we went through shit privately and then on. But but as far as publicly, we went through certain shit publicly. Just people, you know, y'all, the audience weren't in tune enough to realize it. You know what I mean? But it happened. So, like, too, um, when you say you really, you didn't release solo albums on Duck Down, too, like, was your first solo album called Planet Rock? No, it never, I mean, it didn't come out. So that was the never released album? Yeah. So, like, um, 
because I seen in the Vlad interview TV that you did that um you you release mixtapes as opposed to albums, right? So what what's the drive behind that? Instead, of, I'm just going to throw out a tape instead of an actual rock solo album. Because like a mixtape between to a solo album is a, is different towards me at least. It is different. So album is an album. An album gets an album gets fully promoted by a label, and if and is and or is supposed to. You understand what I'm saying? If you don't have the budget to be, hit record, somebody, somebody smart told me, somebody smart said something a long time ago that I, I completely agree with. Hits aren't made, they're marketed. You understand what I'm saying? So you can make the dopest album in the world. It's not going to be a hit unless you, it's marketed to one. You understand what I'm saying? So while I wasn't on Duck Down or on No Label, I wasn't putting out no album. Yeah. Because you not that you don't have any marketing or, or any promotion for that. So I only chose to put out mixtapes during that period of time. Different. Okay. You don't need all of that. That's what that's what the streets. That's you know that's the that's to build the buzz. Oh okay. So like, would you ever release like a fully produced solo album? What? Like, would you ever do a solo album? My man, I just put out a solo album last year. I just explained that to you on did. Just, just at the beginning of this section of the conversation, I put out a solo album last year, and it wasn't on Duck Down. I'm gonna need you to know these things. Uh, you understand what I'm saying? Sorry, sorry, because I, like I said, it's just from the mixtape from the album, and then I said you never put out an official album, and then you. Sorry, it's just all a little bit confused right now, sir. So my solo album is called Rockness AP. It came out last year, September 22nd, on Digital Deja Vu Records, not on Duck Down Records. Although Duck Down and my brothers, you understand what I'm saying? But this is what prompted just to reiterate for you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like you know what I mean? Um, Rockness AP. AP stands for After Price. It's Rockness After Price. I put this album out. It's a dedication album to Sean P. I never put out a solo album on Duck Down or on any other label because I wasn't on Duck Down or on any other label, so I wasn't putting out an album. This is why I put out mixtapes, just to, you know what I'm saying, just to hold, to, just to feed the wolves. You understand what I'm saying? So they could get, you know, so, so, so to build the buzz and so they could, so they could know I'm not fucking dead somewhere, right? So I put out mixtapes and shit. My first solo album came out last year. And it had, you know, it was a dope album. It was a dedication to Sean P. And it had it had guest features from members of the Wu Tang, uh, Method Man, uh, Raekwon, Inspector Deck. Um, I had Rashkaz on the album. I had um, who else was on the album? Ron Browns. I had MOP on the album. It was a dope album. Stokes. I had Canava from D12 on the album. Smith and Wesson and Black. I mean, Smith and Wesson. Buckshot was on the album, uh, and my boy Young Noble from the Outlaws. It's like my um, it was like my um, my therapy. It's my therapy album. Just for you. All of those features. Just for you. All of those features on that album. All of the features on the album came from either dudes that I'm real, I'm for real personal friends with, or dudes who went through what I was going through on that album, or both. You know what I mean? The Outlaws, they've lost members. Wu-Tang, they've lost a member. Canaveral from D12, he lost a member. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And then M O 
And you never know who you can help when you put out an album like that, you know, just dealing with life like that. Somebody may hear, like, a certain line, and it's like, yo, like, that shit saved my life. Yeah, absolutely. So, do you have um, any favorite memories, like, with you and Ruck, like, that you always hold close to your heart? I mean, shit, it's too many. Like, you know, I just, I just hope, just, I just hope my memory holds up over the years, so I don't lose none, none of them, because there's so many of them. You know what I mean? Like this whole existence, we just one, one, one dope memory. He's one of the funniest people you ever know. You know what I'm saying? And one of the coolest dudes. You know what I mean? His brash exterior will have you confused, have you tricked, and thinking that he wasn't. Uh, like a, a, a real, for real, for real, real good dude. And he really was. You know what I mean? Well, Buck also said that he lived life to the fullest, and I truly... Oh, hold on a second. One second. All right. Um, so too, like too, um, I wanted to tell you too, like a big reason why I started this podcast was because of uh, our fallen soldiers, Prodigy and uh, Sean Price. Um, I believe that, you know, you know when Prodigy died, you seen the huge amount of outpour within the community. I believe that we should give people flowers to, while they're still here so they can smell them and um with you sir i always wanted to tell you that i always had respect for your music and i always loved that your rugged and raw voice man that that shit was classic and i'll always play that nocturnal i hope it's like till i'm 40 till your age sir hey man appreciate it play that play that rock miss ap though it's the dopest shit i ever did all right i'll download that and i always make a playlist for my guests so best believe i'm gonna add some of those joints so, um, I won't take... Yeah, like, oh, go ahead, Mr. Rock. No, I was gonna, like, yeah, I'm going to put out, you know, it's a, I'm going to put out a lot of music. It's a lot of, you know, if you just type in my name, one of the variations of it, it's, just, it's, so, it's a mess. You know what I'm saying? You could type in Rock Miss Monster. You type in Rock of Helter Skelter or Monster Man Rock. Or, you know, like people, you know, people have uploaded shit. I have music uploaded under all those names. I mean, to no fault of my own, people do it. You know what I mean? But, um, so that's the thing. That's the thing. Over over all of those years, there's music I put out, or you can find music for them there all of those, like, like from 2000 and about four straight till now, like, I've been putting out music either on the mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? I was doing this Monster Monday series where I released a, 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 either a freestyle or a song every Monday for 44 weeks back in 2011. You know what I'm saying? On Instagram? On shit. Instagram wasn't even really popping yet in 2011. But it, all, all of those songs on YouTube and shit, like, I, I compiled them and, and put them on. I took the best 30 out of those 44 joints and, and, and put them on two mixtapes. You know, 30 free, uh, 15 freestyles and 15 songs. Put them on two mixtapes that they you, you could buy right on, on, on my on my band camp and shit. I got work out there. It's just people wasn't looking. You know what I mean? Without that great 
should make you visible. You know what I'm saying? So that's how you were able to miss things like, you know what I'm saying? The fact that, you know, the problems that we might have went through or the fact that I put out an album last year. Yeah. Because that big, you know what I'm saying? That, 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 it's not your fault. You understand what I'm saying? It's just, that's just how it is. Like, if the marketing dollars ain't there, then you miss it. And, I mean, you know, you have, there's a good chance you can miss it. A lot of people do miss it. So that's why, you know, you know, with my, as an artist, you know, that's why we do interviews. That's why we, we, we do these fucking phone call and we do phone call interviews from our, you know what I'm saying, from our cribs and our pajamas because we need to spread the gospel. You know what I'm saying? To let people know that there's been music, there's music out there. It's, it's years worth of music that people haven't been coached that, that people aren't aware of. And it's dope music. Yes. You know what I mean? It's, I, I did a web series and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it went on a really long hiatus, but there are five episodes of it out there on YouTube. It's called Tips, the series. And, um, what else? Fucking, uh, mixtapes, rocking out west, uh, shell shot, all of these, all of this dope stuff you can just Google, you could just, you could just type it on YouTube and, and, and get you, and get you, and get caught up on some more rock shit. You know what I'm saying? Catch yourself up. You know what I'm Definitely will. And uh, what's that web series again for the people who may not have heard? The, the web series is called Tips. Tips the series. That's how you find it on, on YouTube. Type in Tips the series as one word. You know what I mean? I did another series called Atlantic City Chronicles where I'm doing, well, I'm for real, for real acting in that too. You know what I mean? It's a lot of shit out there. That's on YouTube, so, isn't it? I don't know. It might be. I mean, Tips is definitely on YouTube, but Atlantic City Chronicles has its own website and all of that. But like I said, you might want to get caught up on all of this because there's a lot of new shit on the way. You understand what I'm saying? And I got an album with Ron Browns. I'm, I'm, I'm finished. I'm about to finish up right now. I got an album. I got an album with Rock Waller. I'm about to start. And then I have another, and then, and then, and then I have my life's work. The album is called The Man, The Myth, The Monster. So, and all of that shit is about the, you know, like, that's the album I was working on before P Pass. You understand what I'm saying? But then P Pass, and I just put that on hold and did Rockness AP. So, long story short, I know I'm saying a lot right now, but it's a lot, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a lot happening, and I need, you know, for, if, for, for anybody in ears reach, you know what I'm saying? If you listening, I need you to get caught up, and then I need you to, to keep up because it's coming you know it's a bunch of shit on the way for the people who don't know Rock Wilder and Ron Browse legendary producers legendary producers right so um, Mr. Rock, um I won't take up much of your time um I'll ask you this last question that I ask all my guests and I feel like um you're a good person to ask this question to mm-hmm. have you have any words for someone in a dark place trying to see the light You can take your time, sir. I understand it's a tough question. Yeah, that's hard. I mean, I mean, it's hard. I mean, like, because you never know where darkness is. is you know, you, you don't. It, 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 darkness comes in so many forms, and, you know, you just never know what it is, you know, what to say to a person in particular, but just just know that you ain't alone. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like you, you are not alone. I don't know if that helps or if it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like you are not alone, and and whether whether you believe it or not, it's probably worth it to fight your way.
probably worth it to fight your way out of the dog. You know what I mean? Well, if somebody going through a tough time in their life, I hope they can take some of that advice from the legendary rock and run with that. You know what I mean? You ain't alone. Shit, I'm in Brownsville. It's a dog place on a sunny day. You understand what I'm saying? If you're a black man in America, you could very easily be depressed. If you any if you any artist struggling in your or anybody struggling in your like the the, the financial constructs or constructs or whichever word I'm looking to use, the the, the situation out here is enough to is, is enough to, to to depress almost all of us. You understand? As black men in America, you know what I mean. So when I tell you you ain't alone, you are not the fuck alone. Trust me. I believe you, sir. I definitely believe you. Um, is there anything that you would want to plug in, sir, before I let you go? Yeah, just um, just follow me on my shits, on all of my um, social medias. Um, um, my website is IamRockness.com. Um, Instagram, RockmissBCC. On Facebook, I'm Rock of Helter Skelter. And on Twitter, I'm underscore Rockness underscore. You know what I mean? But any one of those will lead you to any one of those, so... If you can remember rocking this BCC on IG, you got me. And don't worry, sir. I'll make sure people get to get, get to know you with my little following too, sir. Right. That's what's up. Appreciate it. Hey, man. With that, that's another episode from the Desk of Low featured Rock of Helter Stelka. And Bootcamp Clip, make sure y'all go grab that Rockness AP album.